So my first topic is about love. Um, as you know, I met the man of my dreams in 2009 and have been very lucky to have found him and to have gotten through all the things we got through together. Um, and, and a lot of this you already know, but you know, I dated somebody for five, six years in high school. We broke up. Then I dated your biological father for two years. We broke up. I got back with the first guy for two years. Finally realized how miserable I was with him. And then I met your dad about almost a year later. So I don't have a ton of like relationship experience as far as like a variety of people, but I do have some tidbits from that time frame. So I think the couple biggest mistakes that I made with relationships were number one, dating just to be with someone that always leads down a dangerous path because loneliness can make you do some really stupid things. And we all know that, but I, I dated Jason because I thought he was great. And he was honestly, he was a great boyfriend for the time that I was with him. Um, I didn't quite know myself that well at the time. And I thought that I would turn into the girl that he wanted me to be, which was super prim and, and Christian and quiet and polite. And that's obviously not me. So, um, he, but he was good to me. Um, but I, I stayed with him too long. I think once I started to realize that I wanted to date other people and try to, you know, get to know myself through that a little bit better, I should have ended it with him. So it was about six or seven years too long with him, with Chris. Um, he was a friend of mine. He had lived with my family at the time because he had gotten kicked out of his parents' house, which I didn't notice was a red flag. Um, he was a friend to me and he took me as I was and Jason didn't. And so I pretty much left Jason for Chris. We got pregnant and I stayed with him for a long time. Never stay with someone for the kids, for goodness sake. Um, if the only thing holding you together is your children, your children will be better with you apart, obviously. So that was a mistake as well. Um, I just think that dating for the wrong reasons or marrying or staying with someone for the wrong reasons is a very dangerous idea. And it can, I kind of heard of a concept called like resetting, resetting the goalpost for normal. So when something is off for a long enough time, you know, normal is usually right in the middle, right? It's, <clears throat> it's, what's expected and what's sane. And then as things start to get insane a little bit, your brain eventually adjusts. And so normal shifts and shifts and shifts until you feel like you're crazy or you feel like this is something that's normal. And honestly, this advice may not even be valuable for you because I think, um, you know, we all have our own journeys to go down. I think you're in a very healthy relationship now. And I honestly do hope that it lasts forever. But if it doesn't, if you guys grow apart and change, which is very possible with a young relationship, I just want you to know that you don't have to stay stuck and you don't have to settle where you are. So that's important. I think I, I think I want you to go through that exploration. If you do become single, I want you to get to know yourself and get to know what's important to you um, through, through dating the wrong people, dating the right people, and just not getting trapped because you're already there. That's what I did. And it, 
again, I would never go back and change anything because if I had, I may not have ever had you and, and I may not have ever met Dan, but it, it's something that a, a level of pain that I would hope that you would never have to go through of just slowly settling into misery, you know, and that's, that's kind of what I settled into in both situations. Um, and that sucks. <laughs> so I don't want you to go through that. And then I also wanted to kind of talk about what I feel like love should look like. And I am by no means an expert on love. I just happen to be a very lucky woman who met an amazing guy who is not perfect either. Um, but I think the things that I value in him are important to talk about. So I know that he listens when I talk. That's amazing. I don't always listen when he talks about certain hobbies and stuff, but when he's sharing his feelings or his frustrations or his passions and he's excited, we listen, we listen to things like that. And you're not going to find that in everyone. Even best friends don't always listen the way they should. So listening is amazing. Um, finding someone who takes you as you are is also huge. Someone who smiles when they see you, even if you don't notice them smiling and someone who also wants you to be better than you are and can show you that in a way that doesn't make you feel inadequate. Um, that to me is huge because I've had both. I've had Jason who made me feel, you know, he wanted me to be a better Christian, a better person, a nicer person, all that stuff, but he never, um, he did it in a way that made me feel like I just could never get there. And that sucked. And then Chris never tried to improve me. He basically any attempts at self-improvement he took personally, which was really weird and hard and stressful because I'm all about like learning and growing. And he just seemed offended by it in the same way that meat eaters would be offended when I was vegan, even though I wasn't dating them and I wasn't telling them to eat vegan, they would get mad at me and take it personally. Like I was judging them. It was like that with Chris. And I know now that it stemmed from his extremely low self-esteem and mental health issues, but it really messed with me as someone who loved him and wanted to be a good match for him. Um, you know, you always change yourself for the person that you're with and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you have to still find a way to be true to who you really are when you're with them. And with your dad, he does encourage me to be more responsible and attentive, which are things I've always needed to work on. But he also finds me to, to be adorable and smart and funny and silly and cute. And he makes sure to express that regularly and in a way that makes sense to me, whether it's hugs, kisses, or compliments, or thanking me for things I do. I I do feel loved and I don't feel like I'm in I'm not good enough for him. And that's the feeling that I want you to have with whoever you end up being with or whoever you date, um, just to feel like you are enough and you are enough as yourself exclusive of that person. Um, so that's amazing to me as well, um, just to find that that solid, real love that I, I never thought that I would find. Um, another <clears throat> aspect of love that I think is really important, I think is most important maybe, is just your love for yourself in that you, you've always had such a unique personality. You've always been outgoing and 
genuine and you've always loved people really hard, but you love people so hard that you tend to put yourself on the back burner. And I always worry about that because you've always been so nice to people that didn't deserve it. And you've put up with things that you shouldn't have to put up with. And you've taken people back that didn't deserve your friendship. And I don't ever want to see you doing things like that. I want you to recognize your value as a person. I want to, I want you to see that you should surround yourself with people that are equally silly and passionate. And, um, you know, you don't have to have the same hobbies or the same, personality type, but people that support you and people that bring something good into your life. And, you know, the biggest analogy I can think of is, you know, with improv, I've always said it's got to be more fun than it is work. And when it becomes too much work, I'm out. And there have been times when it was too much emotional labor and I had to take a break and that's healthy too. But that's the place where I'm the most, I guess, self-caring because it is a hobby, but I think that that it should extend to everywhere in your life. Um, the same thing for a job. I mean, nobody loves their job, but the pay has to be worth the work that you're putting in. You know, you wouldn't work 16 hours a day at nine bucks an hour, right? So your relationship shouldn't feel like you're getting ripped off. It should feel like, oh my God, why are they paying me to do this? This is awesome. Um, so those are just some thoughts on love. I just... A parent wants nothing more for their child than for their kid to to grow up to be a fully functioning, emotionally stable, happy person. And I want that for you. And I know that you have years to grow and change as a person. You know, they say you're not really yourself till you're in your 30s. Um, but I just I would love to lay down the foundation so you don't make the same mistakes I did. So on the subject of love, love yourself. Surround yourself with people that you love and that you get excited to see and surround yourself with people that are excited to see you. And as soon as something becomes consistently more work and the work that you're putting in is not making a difference over a long amount of time, change things, get out, have a conversation with that person, whatever it might take. Nothing is worth sitting in the corner of your bedroom, crying and hoping nobody sees you or worse, hoping that they do come in to see how miserable you are so that you can finally have the nerve to have that conversation with them. Nothing is worse than that. So you deserve all the best in the world. And I just want you to, to be good to yourself and to be good to the people that love you. Like me, I love you. <laughs>